Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. have all got an ego and in fact you need a solid one if you do want to make it in wrestling you've got to believe you're the hot ship if you want to get to the top and many a performer has said exactly this there is also a limit to this though and if you lose sight of where your brain is at well you gonna screw yourself so i am sorry for what culture remember to always treat others how you want to be treated and hit the subscribe button and this is 10 times egos Cost wrestlers everything. Number 10, Buff Bagwell throws his weight around. We shall start off by saying there's always two sides to every story, but these have all been backed up by multiple sources. Doesn't mean they're true, but sometimes there's no smoke without fire. So when the WWF bought out WCW in 2001, the big question was who is going to be brought into the company? One such star was Buff Bagwell, who lasted about two months. Yep. After a match so poorly received against Booker T on Raw, it scrapped all of Vince McMahon's World Championship Wrestling plans. Jim Ross, of all people, started getting phone calls from an upset Judy Bagwell, or Buff's mum. She had made her way down from a forklift and decided to tell the powers that be that she didn't like how her son was being treated and this was a really really stupid idea you'd have to imagine this came from buff as he assumed he would be brought in as the man from day one so when he wasn't he wasn't happy apparently jr received a bunch of these too and unsurprisingly got so fed up with it just decided to let bagwell go and you can't blame him what kind of way is this to conduct business when you've just started at a company whoops number nine jean-pierre lafitte says no sometimes you've just got to accept your lot you may not have been selected to be the world champion but that doesn't mean you can't make a difference you still made it to the big time and you're on tv wrestling that counts for something i don't think jean-pierre lafitte saw it that way in 1995 for you see when he arrived for a house show in canada and was told he'd been losing to diesel he said he wasn't gonna do it john felt like his hometown crowd would riot if this happened and when Shawn michaels found out he told his friend not to go easy on this guy. Although the first match did end in a double countout, 24 hours later, Lafitte was told he was getting pinned whether he liked it or not. Pierre still wasn't happy, so he was let go in November 1995, mostly because by then, he had made an enemy of the clique. And man, you did not want to do that in the mid-90s. No one won that war quite literally no one. Number eight, Dr. Death believes in Dr. Death. Ego may be a little strong with this one, but Dr. Death and WWE still dropped the ball with this. 
I mean, what were they thinking? Because when Steve Williams joined the World Wrestling Federation in 1998, he was likely on the back end of his run. That's fine because he could still go. And as he had a big fan in Jim Ross, a sizable push made sense. If it worked, he could go one-on-one with Steve Austin before moving on to something else. That's fine. Yeah, cool. Instead, somebody decided that Dr. Death could definitely beat up everybody for real. So they threw him in the very legit Brawl for All tournament. I mean, they were just asking for it. It started badly because he took on our new favorite, Jean-Pierre and scraped by and then got absolutely wrecked by Bart Gunn. Now, fair play to Bart, but he was being presented as nothing at the time. So when he KO'd Williams, that was that. Nobody was ever going to buy this guy against the rattlesnake. So you'd have to assume the doctor brought into his own hype, which he should have done, but not in a real fight. Even if you are better, it only ever takes one lucky punch. And this stopped his WWF run dead. So, so dumb. Number seven, the Dynamite Kid won't relent. It has been well documented that the Dynamite Kid wasn't hugely liked backstage during his 1980s WWF run. He would perform a lot of pranks and seemingly straight up bully some people, as he would often do in the ring. There is no denying, however, that he was a pioneer when it came to wrestling, but his decision to continue his hard-hitting and flying ways even after doctors told him it wasn't the best plan was ultimately his undoing. Years on, he was wheelchair-bound as he had given so much of himself to the sport, you can kind of understand why he didn't want to slow down. He was getting rave reviews all over the place, and as a smaller guy in the land of the Giants, had to do something in order to stand out. It really did do a number on him, though, which was horrible to see. And you'd have to imagine, while Ego was pushing him forward, so was fear. What could he offer if it wasn't for this lightning quick style? A very tragic story, Dynamite would pass away in 2018 at only 60 years old. Number six, Vince Russo runs wild. Vince Russo had some good ideas. You do not become Vince McMahon's right-hand man by accident, and he deserved his Attitude Era praise. The real problem was when he went to WCW and was allowed to go nuts in 2000. You can see this for yourself right now by watching it on the WWE Network, and seriously, he is out of control. Every episode of Nitro and Thunder was like a car wreck with stories making no sense, wrestlers jumping from heel to face on a whim, and no DQ matches that ended in a DQ, I am not kidding. It was a major reason TV ratings sank, and rather than realize what he was doing wasn't working, he just did it more, especially that nonsense at Bash at the Beach. I mean, we've already made a Judy Bagwell on a forklift joke in this video, and that was down to Russo, as was Viagra on a pole, and I still cannot believe any of this went down. If he had just allowed somebody else to steer him in a different direction, all of this could have been fine, but I tell you, it most definitely was not. Number five, Ted DiBiase lives the gimmick. In Ted DiBiase's 2009 book, he goes in when it comes to his career. He talks about his womanizing, drinking, and general behavior as the high-rolling million-dollar man that almost cost him his marriage. In short, Ted actually started to think he was an untouchable rich top heel, and when his wife presented him with some not-so-nice facts, it hit him like a ton of bricks. He would be the first to admit he had lost touch with the reality, and in 1993, this came to a head. Desperate to sort it, DiBiase walked away from the industry and basically quit full-time as he tried to rectify what he'd done. You can see how this would happen, though. Vince McMahon wanted the audience to believe he was a millionaire, so would ply him with cash and make sure he was always seen living the life of luxury. That got in his head and poof, you are away with the fairies and you have no idea what reality is anymore. It is a genuine risk of being a wrestler, that line gets blurred. Number four, China wants Stone Cold money. I throw this one into the Shades of Grey category too, because I think you can argue it. But after China had been through the personal ringer following the revelations that her beau Triple H had been seeing Stephanie McMahon behind her back, 
She was not happy because of course she wasn't. Who would be? She was but human. As her contract was coming due, as well as the fact she was a huge star, the real-life Joni Lawler asked Jim Ross for a bumper pay rise, one that Ross compared to Stone Cold money. There was no way Jim could sort that as Austin at the time was breaking box office records, but did agree to try and increase her pay... Sadly, that wasn't good enough. China felt like she was a pivotal part of the company, which she was, and if she didn't get what she felt she deserved, she would be done. It never happened, and the two walked away from each other. It's only fair to say there are plenty of stories that the ninth wonder of the world was also pitching to leave women's wrestling behind altogether and exclusively take on guys, which is also not an option. It's just such a shame, given her contributions to the industry, that the pair never worked together again. It really should have happened. Number three, Bret Hart, Canadian hero. We all know the deal with the Montreal Screwjob and that Bret Hart got dealt a horrible hand. For the sake of balance, though, some do take the side of Vince McMahon and friends because they believe no matter what, the hitman should have done what the boss was asking for. He definitely didn't. The reason for the hitman's decision are plentiful, and the major one seems to be the fact that Shawn Michaels looked Hart in the eye and said he would never lose to him, so why would Bret return the favor? So you have to say that ego was involved here, because how could it not be? If somebody is taking shots at you, you're going to take some back. It's also fair to say Bret got in his own head a little bit about this which is the old ego again but i think with the power of hindsight anybody could have understood his predicament it had been a wwf roller coaster for a solid year where he didn't know whether he was coming or going really it just would have been for the best if none of this had ever taken place number two the ultimate warrior is business the amount of fallings out between the ultimate warrior and vince mcmahon is legendary they could never get on for more than a few months when the warrior would want more money or there'd be a disagreement about dates It just did not work. When it was time to shake hands again in 1996, this got even more weird because the former Jim Helwig wanted a comic book he created to be included in the deal. I mean, who has ever said that in a sentence? Plus, he wanted the WWF to sell them for him. The Ultimate One also felt like he was being screwed on merch payouts, and after he no-showed a bunch of events... He was out the door once more. As JR put it on his podcast, the man would just not be anybody in the middle. It's why the Warriors' time in the promotion is relatively short, all things considered. They just fell out constantly. Number one, Shane McMahon rebooks the Raw Rumble. So as ever, let's take this one with a pinch of salt, but look. Whatever happened, it did cancel Shane McMahon's WrestleMania plans. So something went down, and it was not good. The word was that during the 2022 Raw Rumble, Shane McMahon tried to rebook the whole thing to benefit his own agenda. Okay then. He rubbed a lot of people the wrong way as he shunned other stories for his own benefit, and even him entering at number 28 was an error. This was meant to be Randy Orton's spot, who was reportedly in hysterics about this, as he yelled at Shane to get out there because there was no way he was going to go to the ring to Here Comes the Money. Fans were also confused when McMahon outboxed former MMA fighter Matt Riddle, and he threw Kevin Owens out the match. There were even stories that said he wasn't overly cool about being eliminated by Brock Lesnar. What is going on? It certainly sounded like Shane wanted to win the thing even though that would have ruined the man the internet would have been after him but i suppose if you are this far lost you wouldn't care anyway soon after this he was told to go home and given the vince mcmahon on the pat mcafee show said he was disappointed with some family members well none of this sounds very good at all mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for mother's day than whole foods market they're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.